ladies and gentlemen and everyone beyond in between, welcome back to LARPs and Tarps. Um, this week, we're talking about well-being at LARP. Um, I'm joined with my co-host, Kerry. Hello. And today we are joined by our special guest, Emma. Hello. Who plays Esty Alina Spahn. Yes. Yes. Correct. <laughs> got the surname. Have you got um, my surname? Uh, oh... <laughs> no. <laughs> Lupita Ivaldez Iroquesa. I'm sure I did know that. As soon as you said Lupita, I went, Ivaldez, I mean, I know this. It's fine. I know, I know my What's pocket. my new name? Uh, I don't, I, that's rude. Don't, don't ask me to do I that. was thinking that. I was like, I don't know her new name. What is your new name again? Highland. Hi. Well, what's your name though? Highland Sunkenhalf. Highland Sunkenhalf. I should, because I should be able to remember your surname. Because yeah, it's the same as Gwyn's. It's the same as Gwyn's. It's your um That's nice. It's your steading. steading name. Are they yeah, it's a steading, isn't it, you guys? Yeah. Not striding. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Which is things that I definitely know the difference between. Mm. Yeah. Well actually I do. Stride is Striding is like travelling, yeah. And steading is not. Yeah, we we live in the swamp. It's being steady at a steady. steady we're, we're going steady at the swamp. <laughs> we're going steady. Oh, that sounds me, a bit. Me and my childhood best friends are going steady. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that is a bit cringe. Yeah, cool. Can't wait for the icy marriage. Um, mm, cute. <laughs> anyway, um, that looks so disgusted. Bloody hell. Sorry, yeah, Jack. No, I, I think you're quite a catch. <laughs> you didn't have to point out the disgust. <laughs> We're not recording in front of cameras, you know that. Anyway, we've gotten very off topic. Yeah, no, sorry. Just tried to make your mental health worse. No, we're... Um, yeah, yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, no worries. Uh, yeah, so we're talking about um, uh, mental health, kind of well-being at LARP, because I think mm. it's... it's. I mean, it's, it definitely seems to me that LARP attracts a lot of people who do ha- kind of have problems with their, like, mental health and stuff, but also, like, it can be an incredibly overwhelming experience for even the most neurotypical of normies like me. Mm. So, like, I, I think you, it's really You're important. neurotypical, are you? Yeah, you'd think so. Oh, really? You? Yeah, it's a surprise. Oh, okay, oh, yeah. yeah. That's something I never knew about you. Shocking. That's so rude. Yeah. Why are you being so sarcastic? <laughs> Why do I feel offended that you're calling me neurotypical? <laughs> um, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll shut up now. <laughs> no, you've got to talk for the rest of the podcast. Um, yeah, so... I don't know where the best place to start is, really. Um, do we want to talk about your guys' experiences at LARP and how you've got on with it? Or, um, I mean, I could maybe start with how I kind of prepared. Yeah, like mentally I prepared. Went. Or... Yeah, go for it. Well, just like kind of like practically, really. Mm. So I think, you know, if you're looking to go to um, an Empire event, for example, I can't speak. Um, on behalf of other LARPs because that's yeah, the only one I've I've done. I think yeah. a big focus of today is we, we, honestly most of the advice that I've gotten is about Empire because it is quite an overwhelming. It's a fest LARP. It's huge. Yeah, yeah, um, it's yeah, yeah, it's enormous. So Obviously, some of the small LARPs. I mean, I can imagine I LARP would be really overwhelming as well. Yeah, yeah I think it would present different problems yeah, from what I've heard exactly. about like a smaller groups but more intense experience. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, um, but to prepare for Empire. Yes. So to prepare, I kind of looked at what everyone else was bringing. Um, mm. And from personal experience, um, stuff like making sure you've got plenty of food um, when, when you're there. Yeah, socks is apparently I have never used more important. than the normal amount of socks at Empire. Yeah, Same, no, but that's it's... because we've had good weather. Yeah, I suppose you're right, actually. Yeah, yeah but we they lucky. always say that. Everyone's always like, bring a million socks. I was You'd a rather socks. have a million socks and not need a million socks than bring four just, pairs open, of I, socks. I open my bloody yeah. LARP chest and socks fly out. It's ridiculous. <laughs> They're the ultimate treasure. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, And like we were saying, weren't we, about 
when you get there, there's like a, a Sainsbury's that's only like 10 minutes away. Yeah. yeah. I think um, it all kind of comes under the umbrella of like, the, if you're kind of, physical wellness is as best as it can be right and you're prepped yeah. for like practical stuff that's going to make your time easier right because you're not really one for camping are you emma no no so I, you really had to think about that so i suppose like personally um i have anxiety um i'm on medication that means that my body temperature isn't regulated very well so i can go from being extremely hot extremely cold um I don't sleep very well. Um, I'm sensitive to sound. Um, so I kind of had to factor all of these things in when I was getting prepared for LARP. So um, bringing stuff like earplugs. Um, I mean, if you're sensitive to light, um, an ear, ma- uh, ear mask, <laughs> an eye mask would be really good. Yeah. I mean, um, that's always good for camping anyway. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, exactly. Particularly if you're used to like blackout blinds and yeah, stuff. Especially if you're like, staying up late drinking, then you're going to want to sleep in in the morning Yeah, a exactly. Bit. Yeah. So, um, and then just making sure you have like sensible gear to bring with you. So, for example, with E1 that I went to uh, last year, it was the end of April um, yeah. and it was so windy. And if I... If I go out in the wind for too long, I basically end up with a massive headache because my ears, my ears get so cold. Yeah. So I literally just spent the whole weekend with earmuffs on. <laughs> and like, very wintermark earmuffs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they were yeah, very, very wintermark earmuffs. Yeah, I made sure that I had a really thick sleeping bag because I, mm. I always get cold camping. I remember one time going camping years ago. And literally feeling like this is it. This is how I die because I was that cold. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, that, that was it. That was in university. August. So going camping <laughs> in April, I was like, yeah. I mean, we did like when God, we got our yeah. stuff together. It was very much like. So again, Emma's not a massive camping person, and this was when we were first going. I was like, I want to make sure Emma doesn't have the shittest weekend of her life. Mm. So I was like, we brought a do. We brought so like a big thick camp bed that we got from Booty Camping, followed by a duvet. Followed by us, followed by another duvet, followed by oh, there's also a mattress protector, followed by three blankets and yeah. actual pillow. So our car was like ninety percent bedding. Yeah, but- I mean if you if that isn't practical for you, I mean it was a struggle in Mormon's mm. Fiat five hundred. <laughs> it's fit amazing because you had to Everything. carry half of our stuff because we got the train. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, it might just be worth getting a hotel. Or oh, definitely if just you're rent a really van. <laughs> worried about camping. But also, I mean, you can get really that. good sleeping bags. Yeah. Like I was camping. I in... hate sleeping bags because I cannot move in them. That's true. That's fair. And a lot but of I find it like less that. important for me to move around when I'm camping because I will get cold mm. if, if yeah. I become, if, you know, if I, I come out. I think I just get a bit claustrophobic. Well, like what I did because because I had my old cheap sleeping bag that was definitely not warm enough. Um, but because I like to block out the light and everything, and my my face gets cold when I'm camping. So basically, have my Legs in the warm sleeping bag. Then I've got the top layer over my head and over my upper body of the other sleeping bag. And then now I can move around a lot more. Um, and it's a good strategy. All the light and <laughs> um, cold air is blocked off my face. It's <laughs> pretty good. I mean, when I went to uh, Flying Lead Nightmare, that was camping in November. Yeah, see, that like, sounds ridiculous. But yeah. I had like a proper, it was horrible getting into my sleeping bag, but it was like mm. a proper three season sleeping bag. And then the second I was in it, Fine. But yeah, that's the thing. My sleeping bag, it's like being wrapped in a duvet. Yeah, it's perfect. Quite good. And it wasn't that expensive. I got it from Argos. Yeah. No, they're decent. 
But yeah, so I guess definitely to track back, some good kit. Having having <laughs> taking care of the essentials, keeping warm. Yeah, is I think huge. like keep, keeping thermals. warm or keeping cool. If um, oh the yeah, weather in the summer is, as well, the good temperature, around. lots of water, lots of food. Right, yeah, your base sun cream when it's hot. Even sun cream when it's not hot because uh, Gwyn got, got really burnt. bad sunburn because it, it was he's windy bald and yeah. it was windy and it was cold. But because he was bald and the sun was right on his head all weekend, his head swelled up about yeah. three times the oh, size. Awful like a red mega mind. Oh. <laughs> for fuck's sake. I felt yeah. so sorry for him. I know. You know when he like, him. I feel like I should have done something to prevent yeah. well, it. Was, well, it was really funny, but wasn't it? But that's why in yeah. three, I was walking around without sun cream and you were like, not even feeding yourself and drinking water enough, but you saw me without sun cream. You're like, nope, come here. Get, you're getting get, some sun You said you got sun cream. I said, no, I'll be fine. So get to my tent. Come here. <laughs> get now. In here now. Get in here. Get in here. Take right. this sun cream. <laughs> I was just trying to pawn off some I'm not asking you. Phone. I'm telling yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is, this is, uh, I, I see Tristan and OC Morgan get this bloody sun cream on you. Yes, mom. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because we also, so again, I mean, a lot of the practicalities for us, we rent a van when we go down. But we yeah. have been using the, we get these 10 litre boxes of water, which we found yeah, stay mass- so, massively yeah, I cool. I need to get that next time. They stay really cool. Honestly, yeah, because so. I think you know you can you can say all you want. You know you need to drink more. You need to drink more water until yeah. you're blue in the face. But lukewarm standpipes don't quite exactly. The water isn't brilliant. Oh, like the, the water's like drinkable. It's absolutely fine. It's oh fine, yeah, it's yeah. drinkable and it's it's clean and hygienic. I don't. It personally, but it's it also you've got taste very nice. But which sometimes puts you, you off drinking as much of it. Yeah. So. You know, if you can have a box of water, and yeah. it also is a bit it prevents nicer. you from having to stand in a muddy puddle, yeah, yeah. refill exactly. your tank yeah. exactly. every yeah. time. Yeah, but they did keep really cool. Actually, mm. like it was, mm. you know, obviously tents get hot when it's midsummer, mm. and our water didn't. I was so. surprised because you gave me some on one of the mornings, yeah. and you're like, "Why is this? My tent is sweltering, but my water is cool." <laughs> I was like, "Hang on, <laughs> it's is, a miracle. is it like lined with like tin foil? No, or something? it's just a cardboard box." Yeah. yeah. So yeah. anywhere, um, but, but yeah, really well. and also keep snacks on you if you can. Yes, yeah. that's what I was. Pouches and bags and pockets full like of snacks. Stuff like mm. don't do what I do. High calorie like cereal bars. Nuts if you're not allergic. Yeah, nuts. Um, stuff like easy peelers are really good because they oh, don't yeah. bruise. Don't mm. don't bring bananas. That's written. No, up they idea. go as much as I love brown. a banana. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, just, like they might last on your first day. You might be able to have it on your first evening when you've just set up your stuff. But if you leave it in the tent at, like one yeah. day, yeah, not even that, they will just go brown. But I would also say, don't worry if you are like const. If you feel like you're constantly eating and you're constantly hungry, yeah. don't ignore that feeling because you are doing a lot. Yeah, like you won't realize it, but you're doing a lot of walking. You're doing a lot of like kind of high level intensity stuff, whether it's mentally or physically. I mean, even when you sat down, you're not like sat down on a couch, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know, you're socializing, and you know, you got to keep your kind of sugar levels up mm. and. And at the end of the day, it's holiday for exactly. most people. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. you know, you can let yourself off a little bit more. Yeah. Surely. Yeah. Because sometimes I'm like, God, why am I so hungry? And like, I need to stop eating so much. But really, but you're outside. God, yeah, you're walking all day. All day. Yeah. yeah. Literally. Yeah. It's definitely. probably the most exercise I do in a concentrated amount of time, like continuously. But I don't wear like my fitness tracker or anything. I so like, I'm yeah. no doing do. combat as well. Oh, God, that's yeah. really intense. <laughs> I'd be if I was doing that's combat, was I'd be bringing like a cereal bar with me on the field, and I'd just be like, just pause a second. I just need to have a cereal bar. Time out. A friend of mine commented on our post that we put up on the Empire Group. Well, also, thanks for all the response to that. Oh, really yeah. Useful. But a friend of mine put some good advice was to bring stuff to be able to cook for yourself. 
Yeah, yeah. That, I really, really would like to do that. Actually. I mean, I did that at E2, and whilst the food was amazing, then looking at the fact I had washing up to do yeah. sucked. Uh, so I just <laughs> didn't do it. Um, and took home dirty pans. Um, but he was like waking up and having like a bacon sandwich, like a nice warm food that you like, not having yeah. to and queue, not having, not to, having like, to pay. Because yeah. again, the, the the food situation is all right. But oh, it's pretty it, good. I mean, yeah. even because yeah, I'm yeah, vegan I say it's all right. it's really and good. I can yeah. quite easily find something mm. good there. Like, it's delicious, the food. Yeah. It's just again, the queue sometimes, as you say. I mean, like cooking for yourself um, doesn't have to be like, oh, you know, I've got to bring this and I mean, that <laughs> and I've got to like, get a refrigerator for it. You yeah. can literally bring well, I, like pots of porridge that you just need hot water for. Yeah, that's what we do. And they're well, really good for you, really warming. And obviously, like you say, you don't have to queue if you just bring mm-hmm. it yourself. The issue is these pots of porridge usually have milk in them, so I can't have them. But uh, that's yeah. fine because I can have yeah. pot noodles. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I have, that's my standard thing. If I'm camping, I'll have a pot noodle for breakfast yeah. every morning because it's cold in the morning and you want something nice and hot. And, and it's, it's easy to part make. meal, part drink, really, yeah. isn't it? If but you look, put enough water in. I did it. We, would, we laugh about this when we were at... Um, flying lead i was having period appropriate canned noodles <laughs> yeah because i'd make them shove them in an icy bowl and then i could take them to like the period the, appropriate canned noodles. i, love that. I, love I could that. take them to the saloon <laughs> and eat them there because it's like well it looks it's all fine it's like just the preparation yeah exactly like, it's nice to yeah. have like an in-character bowl that you yeah. can eat out of if you do want to like come away from your tent yeah and if anyone's worried about like i'm, I'm sorry i keep talking about cereal bars but if anyone's like eating like a packet of crisps or cereal bars like in the in character bit don't worry about it like yeah. people aren't going to be like oh god like i've just broke immersion because i've seen a packet of walkers yeah, like no one's not. gonna people are walking care. around with tinfoil wrapped burritos like do you yeah. know what I mean? like it's not like yeah, don't exactly. worry about like, that food water because like they were saying if you can't if you can't get like a you know a larp appropriate drinking vessel having a water yeah, bottle it's more it's important to stay hydrated a, like yeah, a plain it's plastic definitely bottle. more important yeah, exactly. to- well I like I'd say the same about medication because you were talking about your medication yeah mine is very much in the moment if I feel overwhelmed I take mm. one because yes. I'm on a beta blocker I, yeah I um, and I would not feel any shame whipping that out if I really oh, God, needed yeah. it no, so that being said I don't think I've ever needed one at LARP oh that is, that is really yeah, good because it is you know it's outside so even though there is a lot of people a lot of noise because you're not inside that sound isn't trapped yes like, I'm don't know if I mentioned before on a podcast that I work in a nursery. The mm. difference between 20 children inside and 20 children outside is massive in terms of volume. I think I'd just be a nervous wreck throughout. Oh, yeah. Well, that's why I I've got the panel on, isn't it? <laughs> so in terms of that's, I guess that's all kind of like practical stuff, like food, drink and stuff like that. But in terms of like, it's probably good to discuss like actual experiences with like mental health and stuff like that a lot. So do you mm. want to kind of talk about that maybe? Um. So... For me personally, I find Friday night Empire really difficult Mm -hmm. Um, just because it's almost like everyone's kind of running off to do something and I've suddenly just a bit like, I don't know what to do with myself. And I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I just, it feels Uh, like a very, I think it's because it feels like a very swift transition. Um, Whereas like if you wake up, and like eat yourself into it in a yeah, morning. Yeah, it's more in characterish, like up to ten o'clock on a morning. Yeah. Whereas Friday night seems very much like because everyone's minute you're got in it, the their next like you're out nation meetings, which yeah. I find incredibly awkward because yeah, I'm I always there like on my own. I don't know anyone. I actually, yeah. I I think I've I've flopped on this. I've said two different things about nation meetings. I think at first time I was like, I wish Dawn had one, and then experiencing talking to the people, and yeah. there's a conversation because someone's trying to get one going at Dawn, and then mm. lots of people being like. 
I wouldn't bother. And the yeah. more I look at it, the more I'm like, because they look, you look at them from the outsider's perspective, you're like, oh God, I wish I was there. That feels yeah. like a really I mean, easy way to role play. The day, it's the first, doesn't... it's the easiest first step for you to like, it's the first thing for you to do when yeah. you're new to LARP, you don't know where you're going or what go. you're doing, you've got no one to talk to. And it's, you know, it's a good way to meet people in your nation. Yeah. It's just, it can be very boring and you might not be able to hear what everyone's yeah. saying. Which I don't think, especially if you're feeling like worried about it, yeah. doesn't help. It, it is being stood in a crowd as well. Exactly. Yeah. So I found it hard because it was really loud, but then at the same time, I couldn't hear what anyone was saying. Yeah, it's really hard to focus. Yeah, and it was all notices, but I had no idea what, what it all meant. they were talking about. Yeah, it's I like, I need, I need wherewood and, you know. Yeah, but also just like, yeah, a lot of like really passionate political speaking and I was like, this and you're is not too like, much for yeah. just like You've not zoned in on the role play yet. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then also like everyone's kind of stood in groups and I'm just done on my own and also I found like, I, I, I felt a bit kind of invisible because people just mm. kept standing in front of me or like stepping yeah. on me. And bless you. It because was all just Winter a bit like... a massive nation as well. Yeah. So. Because it, the Brass yeah. Coast where I was, that was much smaller meetings, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah, so. it was huge. But I kind of thought it'd be a bit more kind of like an introduction to like the community of Wintermark, but it was just notices and it felt very much like if you're a kind of seasoned LARPA or seasoned Wintermarker, it, it would be really good, but... It was a bit yeah. much for me. So my strategy going to those kinds of meetings was to look for the people who look as lost as I feel um, <laughs> and introduce myself. So I met a lot of people who it was their first time at LARP, but it's really hard to like get yourself into mm. groups that are already established. I think with Wintermark, people very much come in packs. Yeah. <laughs> like they come in a hall. Yeah. So well, it is very much a group game. I can have, yeah. we've, we've spoke about it somewhere. It's like, I feel like from my experience at least, Dawn is one of the easiest ones to... There's literally an in-game me mechanism for joining a house. Yeah. Whereas it doesn't that's really... part of the role play. Yeah. Whereas it doesn't really feel like that exists in a lot of the well, places. Yeah, the thing yeah. I struggled with was the Brass Coast was that I didn't want to join someone's house, like someone's, someone's family. family, before meeting them. It always sounds so, so personal I had to, like someone's family exactly. as well. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to make up my own family name, which meant that I wasn't part of anyone's family. So yeah. where do I go and sit and who do yeah. I go and talk to? Yeah. Um, I'm on my own, basically. Um, and as much as, you know, there is the in-game mechanic of if you're in the Brass Coast or even if you're not part a member of the Brass Coast, you, know, you can go sit by the fire, pay mm -hmm. however much or offer to pay for to sit by the fire. And but it's just so hard. Like, it's really easy to go up to someone who is on their own and looks lost mm. and looks like they don't know anyone. Yeah. It's really hard to go up to a group who are all in conversation because... I've sat, I, I did get into one of those conversations, but then it just felt like I was an observer. It felt like I was being rude and watching people yeah. having a little social hangout. I've yeah. definitely, I've definitely, because I've, I've been in that, like, in that we once, you know, you can be in like a situation where you're like, oh, I'll sit with these guys. And you're sitting with yeah. your friends initially, and your friends leave, and then you're like, oh, I don't know anyone yeah. here. <laughs> uh, and then you're like, if I leave, I don't know if to say goodbye. I don't know. But I, yeah. I think, you're yeah. like, am I outstaying my exactly. welcome? Like, Does anyone want me to Is it rude yeah. for me to leave? Would anyone notice if I leave? Am I being rude by staying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I then it, I suppose you've got to think of it from the other perspective is yeah. that if someone came and sat with you, you would never think that. No, you'd never mind. Yeah, exactly. So, like, but it's just so much easier to be on the other side of that yeah, perspective, exactly. isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like in practice, it's so. completely understandable for people to be like, does anyone want me here? Yeah, well, I would like to take this opportunity to encourage any groups, if there is someone who is alone and scared and they're sat near you, try yeah. and make sure you're asking them the odd question and bringing them in. I mean, I'm sure people do anyway. Yeah, um, I think that's the thing, trying to encourage, because I think as well, there's a lot of people, because I know I've, 
I've been in situations where it's like you're in a group and there's someone you don't know there. Yeah. Well, that's and you how feel, we met Gwim because yeah. we were all camping together and yeah. we brought him in. Exactly. But sometimes I'm Aww. like, I feel too awkward to talk to this person. And it's, it's the same yeah. because he's like, they, but they're like, I feel too awkward. And it's, you're in this weird kind of situation. Yeah, exactly. Mm. But I think the thing is, right, Empire, we've, we were told this before we even came, Empire's a group game. Going mm. as a solo player is it's, it's tricky. It's tough. Yeah, you've it got to break tricky. that ice with a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and it's it's a hard kind of thing to overcome and to, to deal with. I think... Um, Obviously, you've you've stuck with Wintermark and you've been like, I'm going to try and try and stick it out. I really admire that because, like, I went into the Brass Coast thinking, I love Navarre and I love the Brass Coast. And obviously, Chloe and Alex, our friends, have gone for Navarre. And I was that close to joining them. But then I thought, you know what? I slightly like the Brass Coast aesthetic more and I want to challenge myself and go to, like, a different place. I think it's definitely worth challenging yourself. And I don't regret going Brass Coast. Mm. It's just that I still found that I spent most of my time in Navarre. And all the friends that I made... Most of them were Navari. Yeah, because you were so, working yeah. at a Navari pub. Well, yeah, not even just then. I just, I just, I mean, there's, yeah. Navarre's a bigger nation. Yeah. So a lot of the people I bumped into, you know, they were Navari. Where so. I spent, I, I, I think E1, I, I managed to find groups of people, but they very much felt like at E1, I was like, I'm a little bit on the fringe, a little bit, and then a few yeah. people. But by E2, I was like, oh, because I, I was complete by myself at E2. Yeah. I was like, right, I know a few things to kind of build on that. And I feel yeah. like now I'm at this point where I'm yeah. in a good position. Yeah, I feel like I hit that point at E4 because I didn't go to E2. Yeah. E3, I was still finding my foot in. And I think depending on your confidence, your anxieties, whatever, you know, it can take you a little bit longer to mm. find that you feel settled. Yeah, I I've kind of stuck with Wintermark just because I still feel like I think a lot of people say this is that your first character that you create for LARP is very much like you. Yeah. yeah. Basically. Oh, it's just you in a costume. Like, yeah. In terms of role um, play. Because it's like, you know, a first step, isn't it? And mm. I felt like, I still feel like Wintermark is still very me. Yeah. And I've just accepted that it's just going to take time. And also <laughs> that if I don't ever get involved with them, then that's also well, fine. At least yeah. I'm just happy is, with what I'm doing at the moment. The thing is with Wintermark, at least, you sort of blend in a bit better. As a as a freeborn walking through Navarre camp constantly, <laughs> yeah. I did feel like I stuck out like a sore thumb. I mean, I know people weren't looking at me like, why are you here? I, but that's how I felt. I, yeah. I, I think it was yeah. E2 or E3. I think it was E3. I had, to, I had some business in Navarre. Oh, and yeah. I went over with the other standing and I was, I was wearing my chain mail. I had my blue and white. Yeah. My red rose in my very hair. Dawnish. The most Dawnish. I've like it was my Dawnishest stuff. And I'm literally standing there in a field of green. The amount of looks I got, everyone was like, Are you sure you're the <laughs> like I was like, is it, I feel like everyone's staring at the Dawnishman in the corner. I mean, it's kind of like if you're yeah. in Marcher territory, they definitely would be. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh. oh I love the marches. Well. <laughs> I also love the marches, yeah, but really I also nice. think it's really funny because we'd have uh, Tristan and Esty would be having the conversation. I think marches are lovely. I'm like, yeah, they have been lovely. And then the second one of them realized I was Dawnish, yeah. their attitude their, their kind of attitude, attitude went, completely changed. And I was like, yeah. you see, they're nice until they know who you are. Very judgmental. Yeah. <laughs> I do think like it's really interesting because when you think about it and it is a very marchery thing, like they kind of take like a polite interest in you. So mm. like they'll they'll be really helpful. But I think also maybe part of it is a bit like just trying to suss you out. Like yeah. should I be suspicious of these people in my camp? Yeah. And I think that's quite cool. <laughs> yeah. I suppose that makes sense. Like yeah. no one's gonna let you know more about them if you if you, you yeah. know, yeah, come, come just, at them like, who are you? What are you doing here? Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. I just want to bring it back to we were talking about Friday being overwhelming and stuff, yeah. and everyone setting off. There's just there is one some, someone who kind of mentioned on one of our posts a similar thing to what you said, and there mm. is a tendency to feel like you have to take every opportunity, and I feel like that kind of plays into that. It's like everyone's going and doing stuff, and you're like, yeah. why am yeah. I not? And I feel like it's um, 
you you've it's a massive game you can do your own stuff and i feel i feel like it's realizing a lot of that pressure is self-imposed mm. yeah. and being like there actually isn't any pressure yeah you exactly. can you can you're on friday you're like right i'm off to the pub See, that's how I'm good. conversely yeah. i find i don't know if it's because the podcast i feel like i need to have something to talk about yeah. So I feel like I need to go and at least have a couple of stories from the weekend. But I also feel like if you find people who are able to help you with the plot, like um, the owner of the Boar's Head helped me out and he, you know, had some ideas for me and he was like, what do you want to do? Do you want to help out with songs and stories? Mm-hmm. Do you want to do any work with the Academy? Because he knows that I work with kids in my own time. And he's, you know, gone above and beyond trying to help me find some plot and help me find something to do and i've just looked at him nervously like uh uh do i have to uh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think the other thing is it's like because i know that um when we first got the release it was tom's second event and tom was kind of being like oh, i want to go find plot and this and that the other i feel that puts a bit i'm not obviously tom was doing his own game but yeah. I think you see that and you go should well, I, I be doing that? Got to go running around um, to find plot. But where, that's I, not my kind of game. But, but that's just not <laughs> yeah, necessarily. No, exactly. We're very much tea house in the daytime tavern at night yeah, kind of people, exactly. aren't we? But also, I think <laughs> there's a difference between finding plot and finding game. And I think game yeah. can be self-generated. Yeah. Like me and Tom have made our own game between our characters because we've yeah. got a little past. I've um, again the, all the little. Sto- that's what laps about, especially like a fest lap is the little stories you tell each, like you tell between yourselves, and little bits will drop in from the wider world. Like yeah, I've exactly. become aware of a few things and stuff happens and yeah. come by you, and you're like, holy shit, there's actually a lot going on. Yeah. But then well, you can just bumble along and have a wonderful time going to drinking. Because even like if you went on the uh, in character bar crawl, that's a story to tell. That's a well, yeah, exactly. exactly. And you'll it's end up fun. meeting people, and people travel around to different taverns with little gambling games or with stories or. Like there was someone who was traveling around on one of the nights who was like, what's your name? I'm going to write you a love song. Like I just wanted, I think it was wow. the, um, well, not, not to me. No, it was, it was the, what's the, what's the brass coast festival where they wear the white sashes, oh, um, the broken wheel. Broken yeah. wheel. Yeah. So he was, um, he was being very funny and silly and whatever. And I think if you find a place where you can feel a little bit more at home or a little, a group like, like I've settled in with the boar's head, and I plan on spending a lot more time there in the future as well. Um, but story sometimes comes to you or like the, the other people who are associated with that group will have story, like Man of the Orc, mm-hmm. who works there. Um, so there you go. The plot came right to me, really. Yeah, so exactly. you've just got to find your, your little... Ambulance. I think that's it. Just realising that, you know, have you got... I mean, oh, a common thing people... A terminology which you probably explain is a lot yeah. of people will say something about having spoons. Yes. And that's kind of like a subtle way of saying if you've run out of spoons, you're not doing great mentally and you need... Yeah, you need, you're you like need mentally, emotionally thing. exhausted yeah, exactly. sort of thing. Um, just probably something to point out. Um, yeah, so for example, yeah. if you feel like you need a rest, you might say, I've run out of spoons. Yeah. Like one of the ways or I've I'm heard it, ex- it described is that like someone with depression will need a hell of a lot more spoons to get out of bed in the morning, never mind do everything else. Yes. And you've got a, a certain yeah. amount of spoons for like one day, for example. Um, or you need to like rest to recuperate the spoons. But I think there's a few there's a few places. <laughs> yes, the spoons. I've just got images now of like oh, spoons touching bed. Now we just need to go to spoons, don't we? <laughs> but there's a few kind of, um, so I was speaking to someone um, in Dawn who has the, tri- they call it the triage tent. And I'm pretty sure there's other things in other parts of yeah. um, Empire that do this. But this one specifically is a IC healer's tent. So if you yeah. need healing, you can go for that IC healing. But they also do um, kind of OC health stuff. So there's two chairs with like backs. So if you've got accessibility issues, you need a, a backrest, you can go take a seat in there. That is amazing. Damn, I'm going to need to go there at that. some point. I there's uh, backache. period supplies, water, 
painkillers, allergy tablets, plasters, protein bars in a basket by the door, sunblock, hand sanitizer. That's brilliant. So what, what is fantastic. the tent called? It's called the triage tent. The triage okay, tent. Okay, so and if you last around in dawn, someone, someone should be able to point to. you out to it. Yeah. And the person who runs it isn't usually there. It's just kind of set aside people to use it. The idea is just to treat with respect, take stuff that you need. And if oh, you need brilliant. to do it, but it's also a space where you can just sit, recharge and take a break. Um, and there are other spaces that kind of do that. I'm not aware of all of them. I was speaking to someone, apparently yeah. there's a group in Urizen who uh, gave someone who was having a bit of a problem speaking because they were getting a bit overwhelmed. They gave oh, them like okay. a sign being like, I'm not able to kind of talk right now. So there's like mm. loads of supportive oh. groups. I'm sure if you ask around on the Facebooks or with people you know from those nations, they'll be able to inform you, oh, there's this support you can get. Yeah. yeah. Someone mentioned, didn't they, about Moorish being yes. a space. A safe um, space. I think... You can ask for so, Yeah, sort of ranging from just having a rest to if you really if you feel like you need medical attention. Um, yeah, you, like yeah. Kerry says, you can ask for Steve. And they'll take um, you to an out-of-character sort of calm down. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think they might have, because they have like a kind of medical person on site, don't they? Yeah, so I think they would, they would contact that They usually have aider. water there as well that you can have. Yeah, there's water yeah. Moorish. Um, yeah. But yeah, so there's 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 a bunch of stuff like put in place to help people with that because th- again we can't get away with the fact it's incredibly overwhelming. I've well yeah, you're outside in social all day. Mm. Like literally from the moment you wake up, there's thousands of people around. I mean, not yeah. literally gathered outside your tent unless your boyfriend is the owner of the Jackdaws. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think. But no offense, Jackdaws, love you all. <laughs> I think the thing is, even though it is very intensive, like you can take yourself away. Like, yeah. I found that if I was finding things too much, I would just go sit in my tent and, yeah. you know, look exactly. at my phone. Just do yeah, something that you would you normally do at home, like read a book. Like, exactly. if you need to be like, out of character for a little bit, just hide in your tent for a I bit. sometimes you need that. When you're so used to having, like, technology around you all day, being yeah. in the field and around people, sometimes you do just need to, like, look at your phone because it's something, it's so, like, almost mind-numbing. If, if that's yeah. like, it would ground you a little you know? bit, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Um... But I, I will say it's also really nice to be away from it all. Because like the things yes. that you're stressed about in your real life, like I was really struggling with learning to drive mm-hmm. and I was having trouble on my lessons because of my anxiety and my lack of confidence. And I found that the sessions, that the driving lessons I had after a lap, I was always noticeably more confident. Like my driving instructor was like, you know, you can tell you need to put your test after a lap. And fortunately... My test did fall the week after a lap and I passed it yeah. um, because I did drive, you that know, a bit brilliant. more. Yeah. And I wasn't stressing about it all weekend, which I would have been if I was at home. Yeah. But yeah. it really just takes it's you away really from it all. Yeah. It is like yeah. as much as, you know, I find Friday nights really difficult. I think yeah. after being at LARP. But to be fair, you could just stay in your tent a little bit longer and well, not, yeah, this not is go it. to the I meetings and stuff. Of, like Morgan being quite a neurotypical person doesn't always get it so sometimes he'll come yeah. in and be like are you still in the well, tent it's all right, like are you not gonna I wasn't go like that. no sometimes you're a bit like you're not gonna go out and do anything but and my, I'm a bit oh, like just checking in on like, you no, I'm quite, I'm quite for, happy yeah. from a perspective of my defense it's usually like are you okay like it's not like <laughs> yeah. what are you doing in here I'm like are you I think you I, right? I've been like oh can we like sit in the tent for a bit and you're like well I don't want to I've got I, stuff to do I have multiple appointments I don't know why you want to sit in here on your own mm. yeah I'm not planning on. I love it here. I'm not planning on going to the national meetings. I don't think anymore. So we can always go and find a quiet tavern yeah. where everyone else is at the national meetings, and we'll go sit down yeah. and get get ready and get into the flow of it. Yeah, definitely. If you'd like, being characterish, that's probably a good idea. Just that's have some thing, time yeah. where you're just like warming up. Because mm. that's the thing. If we're in like a pretty much empty tavern, there's not people around. No one's gonna mind if we slip out of character a bit. Yeah, and like exactly. Half in character. And... Exactly. Yeah, it's a bit more of a gentle transition, then, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. 
there is something I wanted to shout out. There is a Facebook group uh, for uh, the 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 collective term is Spoonies uh, and people with disabilities uh, who can kind of talk about their experiences with Empire and get assistance. I am just finding out the name of it now because one of our somebody sent it to me. Um, the group is called Spoonie and Disabled Empire Larpers. So if you again, it's a good place to go if you need to talk and get some advice and get some help. Um, direct them towards. I'm directing you towards that. Uh, I am definitely probably not the best person to give advice, which is why I've kind of got these two here who yeah. provide more insights than I can. But do either of you? I mean, I, I know I do. Have like any like key takeaway advice? Just like a short thing, like that summarizes like some advice that you would you would give someone. I think I might actually give advice to neurotypical people. That makes sense. Yeah. I, As a neurotypical because, person. Because I think that it is important. I think it's easy to forget how much easier it is for us than it is for a lot of other people. Would you cla- Sorry, this doesn't have to be in the podcast, but would you classify someone with anxiety as being neurodiverse? Yeah, I think so. Is that Does that count? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Oh. Yeah. Um, but I, I would definitely say people who are neurotypical, just try and bear that in mind. I'm sure a lot of you are... Are familiar with people because this space has a lot of people with uh, who are neurodiverse. But take that into consideration when you see people that are maybe by themselves or being quiet in a group. You don't quite recognise them. It's something I want to do a bit more. Reach out, ask how they're doing, yeah. give them a bit of game. Um, the worst thing that's going to happen is that they're going to be annoying. Be, be gentle, offer them game. The, the worst thing that's going to happen is they're going to be annoying or a terrible person. Then what you yeah. do is just go speak to some of the other three thousand people that exist. But yeah, but <laughs> that exists. But nine times. Please I, don't worry about being annoying. No, 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 no. What I'm saying, nine, no, but what I'm going to say is that, that was the most neuro, that was the most fucking neurotypical thing I've ever said in my life. <laughs> but that, what I'm saying it is, could be really annoying. So just ignore yeah. them if they're really annoying. Well, yeah, give them well, a They might not be neurotypical. <laughs> they might just be. Sorry. They might not be neurodiverse. They might just be quiet and then. No, no, no. What you said Terrible. is give neurodiverse people a chance, but just one chance. Yeah, just one chance. <laughs> so you're on, you're on thin fucking ass. Um, but no, the, what I'm kind of more saying is the worst thing that's going to happen is you're not going to like them. Yeah, Reach yeah, out, exactly. have a chat. Nine times out of ten, I, I mean, every per- I haven't actually spoken to someone at Empire where I've gone, God, I wish I had that conversation. Yeah, no, I've, I've just I've got really like everyone. Of you there. being like, oi, quiet person, you've got ten seconds, go. <laughs> <laughs> prove, prove yourself to me. Um, otherwise, I'm going to fight you. Yeah. I do, why uh, do I feel like that's the evolution of Tristan? That's what Tristan will become once Yeah, that's, that's Tristan's idea of therapy. Yeah. Oi, quiet person, get, stand up, prove yourself, know your shit, bugger off. <laughs> Keeps moving you're on. on. Ice. You're on, Meanwhile, you're come on over to the boar's head and you can have a cheap drink. Oh, uh, but yes, I, I suppose rather than the thing I was trying to say is reach out to people. The worst thing that's going to happen is you're not going to like them and you can move on with your life. Yeah. But get, give people like try and give people a bit of game, talk to them, and just mm. kind of be more aware of the things that are going on. Um, I know I'm bad for it. I try my hardest, but I know I'm bad for not realizing um, when thing, when people aren't feeling great. Um, yeah, well, it's hard to get into that. Like if you're not. You know, if you don't have that similar mindset or that mm. similar way of thinking, it's really hard to like zone in on that. Yeah. 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 Do you have any um, advice? Yeah. I would I will stick with the um don't find too much pressure to get everything done. If things are overwhelming, you know, you can always, as you say, go back to the tent or go off on a walk. I think try and find a group or a friend or someone mm-hmm. like if you're not if you're going alone or even if you like like we went as a group but we went to separate nations and we, we tried very much to do our own thing i think even if it comes to looking for people who look new and lost and making friends with them because sometimes one of those people will be an extrovert and then you will be 
carried with them into a group. Yeah, or, that is how I made all my friends at uni. I met one extrovert and now I have lots of friends yeah, from uni. Or if you do what we did and adopt Jack, which was literally yeah. the best decision. Otherwise known as Win, as we've referred to him in yeah, the, like, the episode. Jack has so much knowledge of Empire. Yeah. He was the best adoption we could have oh, made. Oh, great. Yeah, adoption. exactly. Loved it. Yeah. We're proud adoptive Pr- proud parents. Proud adoptive lot parents, despite <laughs> the fact he's been there longer and gave us more advice. But yeah. if we call ourselves <laughs> adoptive parents, we put ourselves in a. It in almost a felt very forceful. It was like, you will pitch your tent next to us uh, yeah. and uh, you are not leaving us. Yeah, we definitely didn't offer. Yeah. We're definitely not. We're, you're definitely not babysitting us and helping us. We're helping you. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. We yeah. Need you, so, Jack, Jack, how does everything work, if you don't yeah. mind? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you guide us, please? Help, Help please. <laughs> Um, I suppose my takeaway advice um, is very similar to what Morgan and Kerry have said. Um, Like, know your limits um, and stick to them. Um, I think what's interesting about what Morgan's saying about being neurotypical, you might be listening to this podcast and think, well, I'm I'm neurotypical. There's like, you know, I I don't have mental health problems. I don't have a disability this episode isn't for me um it definitely is for you and you need to make sure you're looking after yourself and I think a lot of neurotypical people have this issue where they aren't used to having to take care of themselves in the same way yeah Um, who who forgets to eat and drink when I when when Morgan goes off to laughs I literally like pack him (laughs) loads of food because I know he won't eat properly yeah. I make I tell him he has to get more sleep and this is why you yeah. make anxious friends because they're so overthinking about their well being. Yeah, they're also we overthinking know. about your well being. We have to look, look after ourselves. Look. You yeah. guys just forget. Yeah. Look, I've only cried um after an event. Five times. Yeah. <laughs> Every time. Once. It was the event I went to by myself where I didn't eat properly, drink oh. properly, or sleep. Wasn't I was oh. crying because of in character death. And you're like, oh, well, that yeah. was an intense emotion for fiction. Uh, <laughs> and then I'm like, maybe it's maybe I'm like maybe I'm like feeling like this because I have not looked after myself for yeah. three days. Yeah, and you've said before as well that you have a lot of extreme highs and lows. Uh, mm, the lows are becoming less. Yeah. Um, I, I, it's less extreme lows. It's more sometimes I'll stand in the field and look around by myself and go, am I having fun? Yeah, <laughs> Is this I've good? Yeah, I've before where I've been like walking around, especially in, I think it was E3, and I felt like I was walking around alone and I was just like, why am I here? What am I doing? Mm, like, yeah. I'm getting bored, I'm getting tired, and you know, when you get back in the swing of it. I think- well, you've got to remember, you're, it's like, 13 hours yeah exactly. you can't be entertained for an entire weekend yeah, exactly. <laughs> like every every minute of it but i think that everyone kind of needs to be aware that you might feel some feelings or be you know like you might not rest very well and you just got to be aware of that and yeah. try and look after yourself as best as possible especially as people tend to drink quite late into the evening and yeah the thing is though if our hangovers do not seem to affect you nearly as much when you're out in the fresh air camping yeah, I mean, I've noticed that. No, I absolutely yeah. agree. With you oh, really? Like, I've, I, I've I feel I wake up to... feeling refreshed. Like, well, not that I particularly get hungover anyway, because I'm still lucky young enough and to. Sprite, sprite. Um, well, that big yeah. that big walk that we did after a day out on Saturday, clearly right up, I was fine. I think. Yeah, I think fresh yeah. air really is, yeah. you know, going for a walk. Like the way forward. Um, but yeah. yeah, that that was kind of my key takeaway advice: look after yourself, know yeah. your limits, look after yourself, make some friends. Um, don't be afraid to approach neurodiverse people because they might not be rude and boring. 
<laughs> oh, I've got such a way with and words. And then, just yeah, a disclaimer, definitely. don't be worried to approach Tristan in field because he will not tell you on Finn. Oh, no, nice. do be afraid to approach Tristan. Um, He's a dick. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. He, no, I'm, no, I'm you, you And if you need any him. any jobs doing um, in the league, uh, go to the Jolly Jackdaws. <laughs> we can't hang on. I draw the line at advertising <laughs> Tom's freaking guild on the podcast. Um, brilliant. Well, thank you very much for listening. Thanks for joining us, Emma. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for thank having you. me. Um, thank you for coming. And we'll see you next week for another exciting episode of uh, Laps and Taps. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you very much for listening. If you want to keep in touch, don't forget to look for us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you'd like to support the podcast, you can find us on Patreon. Also, we're hoping to get nominated for a LARP award this year. So you head over to the link in our link tree. You can nominate us for LARP Media if you'd enjoyed our content and if you've learned anything. Thanks very much for listening and we'll see you next week.